You're listening to The Forum Daily. Welcome to The Forum Daily. It is Monday. It's a Monday. That caught me off guard. It's Monday, April the 20th, 2020. My name is Luke Betker. I'm one of the lead pastors at Slate Church. And with me here uh, across the digital interweb is another one of the lead pastors at Slate Church, Brandon Richardson. How's it going, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Does it feel does it feel like we're developing more of a radio voice every time we do this? Why, yes, Luke, it does feel like we're uh uh I would say you, that you... you're listening to the Forum Daily. It's the top of the hour. SK74 <laughs> SLATE Radio 73.1. <laughs> I think you know. I wish we like... I wish we talked like that all the time. <laughs> Going to Walmart. Uh, lady asks you you're you're checking out like uh hey would you like these uh would you like these items bagged (laughs) yeah i'll take two bags and i'm gonna throw it over to clive to give us the weather (laughs) i think that would be awesome man i think i think uh i think people would enjoy that (laughs) i think so too just full-on you know shock jocks from uh the late 90s or whatever back when that was a thing i there's a new podcast cadence right i think that that was I think that was like the the radio show host cadence. <laughs> yes. And now there's like a podcast voice. And I don't think I'd be able to do that impression <laughs> as well. It's more of like if you think of the podcast like serial or okay. Yeah. No, yeah. I'll I'll try. I'll try something. Hold on. It, it it would be like a podcast like without fail, some sort of gimlet podcast or something. Yeah, for sure. And it would be like, um, oh, this is gonna be hard to do. Uh okay. So we're here in New York City, and there's a new business that has just started, but we don't know if they're going to make it. All that and more, I don't know. (laughs) That's terrible. I think I started off better. Dude, that was actually pretty good. It's the This American Life podcast, right? Yes. It's, um, it's, uh, we're facing a... Oh, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, but that's I'm, what it I'm, is. I'm trying to channel my inner uh, how I built this. And, yeah, that's uh, he, right. He talks, he talks a little bit like... Uh... <laughs> and so in 1985, uh, you yeah. were just uh, a mailman. And it's interesting how you... It, it, would that be correct? You know? Yeah, that's close. Yeah, that's it. But he's got this like uh, almost like Malcolm Gladwell-esque type voice. Yes, yes. I need Maybe. to. I need to practice that. Yeah, same. That way we can get the the real the real race. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's right. That way we can really explode in the podcast charts. It's yeah, funny how, that. but it's funny how everybody sort of does that that voice now when it comes to podcasts. Yeah, at least when it comes to like the produced scripted podcasts. Um, yes, there's other ones that don't, but yeah, it's funny. So uh, yeah, I mean, then Joe Rogan. You know, you got Joe Rogan. Sure. Yeah, and he just talks like himself. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we can't try to talk like him because uh, it wouldn't yeah. get through our. Uh... It would be it would be bad news. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'd have to up the rating on our podcast. I know we we have to up the rating, uh, you know, when we do a Joe Rogan impression and when Emma's on the podcast. And those, are the, <laughs> those are the times that we have to up the rating, and so you know we don't want to do that right now. There's uh, there's little ears listening, of course. Yeah. That, but 
Um, speaking of podcasts, I listened to one yesterday, and it presented a pretty interesting idea. And the idea was this. They were interviewing a very brilliant guy who worked for Google, PhD, super smart guy. And in the early days of YouTube, his job was to come up with the algorithm that recommends videos on the sidebar. Um, obviously, he did a great job because it works <laughs> yeah, no phenomenally, phenomenally well. His only task was, uh, like the objective was, make it so that people do not leave our platform. I get that. Of course, that's what, uh, look, YouTube's a business and they are about making money. And how they're going to make money, they're going to keep people on their platform and generating ad revenue. And so his job was, you know, make sure people stay. And so he worked with a team and they came up with this, what is an incredible, incredible algorithm. What he didn't foresee happening was that he would, uh, through this algorithm, be a part of creating these really, uh, really interesting feedback loops that exist within YouTube huh. in that uh, he was saying, you know, if you want to watch cat videos, we will show you only cat videos, right? That's what will come up for you, and that's all that you're going to see. He didn't ever uh, think about the darker side of this in that if you want to find conspiracy theories, we will not show you uh, the other opinion or the other <laughs> point of view. All that you will see is that which supports what you have been watching, right? And so you will never get um, a secondary opinion or a second idea. Now, he was really quite concerned about this because he sort of foresaw what that could do to people. Yeah, and okay. so he actually developed an algorithm that did exactly the opposite, that when you're watching these kinds of videos, it actually recommends surfacing on the right side videos that take the opposite view of what it is that you're watching. YouTube didn't like this. I get that. It wasn't part of their business and fine. And he ended up getting fired. But interestingly, um, you know, the episode talks a lot about people who, you know, would follow a conspiracy theory or even get into like some really dark and dangerous stuff uh, that has caused people to really become like um, fanatics and do things in our world that are terrible. And it's because, not not solely. Like, I don't want to limit it to just that. I think it's more nuanced. But part of the reason is that these people are being fed into this feedback loop and to the point where they're almost brainwashed and think it's true. And this PhD guy, he moved back to France from Silicon Valley when he was done. And, and uh, he was on the bus one day, and he was sitting beside a guy who was watching YouTube. And uh, the guy who worked at Google thought, oh, this is kind of funny. I'm, you know, just kind of watching him do the recommended videos. This is, you know, this is funny. I was a part of that. haha. And the guy was watching conspiracy videos about why some government or something is wanting to kill two billion people or something like that. Right. <laughs> and uh, the guy who developed the algorithm was joking with him like uh, that's, you know, who's looking to kill us kind of thing. And uh, the guy who was watching these videos went on to you know, try and make the point that uh, this, this, this. And, and of course, the PhD guy was, was like, I could debunk every single one of these arguments in a moment. But the guy's main argument for why this is true is he said, look at how many people are saying the same thing. Meanwhile, there's, you know, millions of people saying the opposite, but he was caught in one of these feedback loops. And I was just thinking, that is so interesting because, hey, it's like, it, 
most of the stuff people watch on YouTube, big deal. You get in a feedback loop and it's yeah. like, it's not hurting you. It's probably just, you know, wasting some of your time. But yeah, I could see how that gets a little bit dangerous when you're watching certain things that maybe just aren't true, that yeah. aren't accurate, whatever. And you're seeing it from so many different sources because that's what it's feeding you. And it starts to feel pretty true in your mind. It, it was kind of an interesting idea. Well, it's interesting, I think, because, uh, I mean, there's a whole bunch of conspiracy theories now popping up about uh, about this uh, coronavirus, right? And, oh, sure. uh, you know, yep. people I respect that are, are yep. uh, you know, posting, posting uh, different conspiracy theories. And, uh, I mean, nothing against them, but uh, it kind of plays into what we're going through right now. Because everybody's trying to figure out where this thing came from, why, sure. you know, why this happened, and... Um, I could sure. see, you know, certain people, again, I'm not, uh, to be clear, I, uh, I'm not speaking to anybody that, that I follow or is close to me, but, yep. um, but I could see people getting caught in these same feedback loops with something like that. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I, I there probably are, I'm not a big conspiracy theory guy, but there are yep. probably things that we accept as, as fact and true. Yep. And really that's the conspiracy theory. Um, <laughs> And meanwhile, the truth is on the other side of that. So, I, I mean, I also am not on the side of just listening to what the media says because we also know they have a, a probably they have as big of an agenda as the people totally. that are creating totally. these conspiracy theories. You know, totally. It's. I mean, it's. I think I don't know if we talked about it on this podcast, but this is why certain schools are starting um, classes on how to discern yeah. media. Yeah. And what is true and what is not and what is fake news and what is not. Because, I mean, you got these deep fakes happening all the time yeah. now. And yeah, that's a, I mean, that's, a, I think, a timely and interesting podcast. Yeah, I think it's uh, it, it makes sense to me that that's what they're teaching in school. They stopped teaching memorization or that's the idea. And they're yeah. starting to teach how to interpret information, because why do you need to memorize anything when you have all the answers to everything in your hand all the time? It's yeah. like um, it's redundant. But what's more important is how do you discern whether or not this is real information? And I think that, that that's a good thing for all of us to to take and think about and approach everything that we're hearing with um, uh, critical in the best way. Right. Yeah. A, with critical thinking of yes. does this line critical up? Thinking. Does this make sense? Maybe I should yeah. cross reference this with some other uh, writers maybe with some other news organizations and let's try and see what the truth is because yeah. it's it's very hard to discern truth of course it is there's all kinds of agendas that exist everywhere i will say that in general um the person that you shouldn't be listening to is just the random person uh with a youtube channel yes. and no accountability right yes so yes. at least news organizations there's a level of accountability that doesn't mean that it's always true of course yeah. not and we yeah. hope that journalists you know care about reporting ethically and all that kind of stuff also we can't take that for granted that that's true yeah but in general it's just good with all the news that is coming at us i think it would be good for everybody to just learn how to discern information um appropriately yeah, for sure. I, I think one of the best classes that I took in university, so I was doing a minor in philosophy and uh, one of the introductory to introduction to philosophy classes that I had to take in order to take more was logic mm -hmm. and uh, not the computer program logic, but um, yeah. 
literally how to think logically. And so one of the exercises that we went through, two main exercises that continue to stick with me uh, years later is how to take sentence structure and put it into a formula, uh, formulaic structure. Mm -hmm. So um, you're taking, you know, different parts of the sentence, you're plugging it into an equation and you can actually pump out uh, whether or not that uh, equals something that's reason or logical or reason reasonable and um, closer to the truth or not. And I mean, it sounds like whatever when you're just hearing it, but like when you actually practice this over and over again, and we did it with, um, I went to a Christian school. We did it with um, different sentence structures in the Bible. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting how, you know, you do these, you put these things in and it's, it's, it's freakish how accurate um, certain statements are in the Bible to, you know, well, these two things must oppose each other and you put it into the structure and you go, actually, no, they don't at all. Right, right, right. Um, that was one. And that, I mean, that's one thing. The other one was learning fallacies. And fallacies are things that sound like truth when you're hearing them. Yeah. But when you actually like uh, start to study the sentence, uh, you begin to realize, oh, this person's, you know, blowing smoke here. And here's the reason why. And, you know, we learned upwards of, I think, 30 fallacies. There's way more of them out there. Yeah. But uh, I came into that class just thinking, you know what, this is a class that everybody should have to take. And the reason I thought it was because I started thinking of all the, you know, you start looking at these um these examples and whatnot. And you're like, oh, like all of these false examples that we're studying right now and plugging into formulas and and running by a fallacy check, uh, they're just accepted as like common nomenclature in our in our society. Like it's just appropriate to say certain things. Right. And I think if we're able to see through those things, it gives us a head start on being able to see it within, you know, places that have an agenda or maybe yeah. places that aren't are leaning one way or the other, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, unfortunately, most people, they don't get that opportunity to, you know, take a big step back and say, uh, am I able to run this through any sort of filter to be able to figure this out? And uh, so we just keep going through our life and whatever, you know, Susie shares on Facebook is what we believe. (laughs) Exactly. And it's, um, that can be a dangerous place to be. And when all of your sources support what you're hearing, because they all are basically yeah. the same thing. Again, you're caught in a feedback loop. And so watch out. It could be good to step out of it with, again, critical thinking and start to think like, well, wait a minute. What are some other like really smart people saying about this? Yeah. And um, and just being careful to not make just it, I think it's very easy for all of us to make it like quantum leaps in our judgments of things going from I I heard this in a comment section on Facebook yeah. or I read this. Yeah. And that means that this, this, this is true. And all of a sudden, you know, there's people in leadership positions uh, like around the country or around wherever else. And it's like, this person is like the devil because did you hear that they did this and this and this? And it's like, if everything was totally black and white, that would be easy to talk about. But sometimes, you know, you see yes. one percent that went into the making of a decision and you don't see the other 99 percent that also exists and if it were that easy i mean it's it's not that easy that's the thing and we got to remember that i saw the funniest meme meme in the world and uh i'm gonna butcher it but somebody (laughs) posted uh um 
It was just like a little a little text blurb, and it said, uh, "Help me, I'm confused." On one hand, all the top doctors in the world are saying this about coronavirus. On the other hand, one of my friends who got a C in grade five in biology is telling me on Facebook that this is true. Help me to decipher <laughs> the, the truth. And I just thought, hey. This isn't yeah. about, you know, who's most educated, because I think that's where it could come down to. And there's a yeah. lot of educated people that are on the wrong side of history. Of course, of course. But, uh, you know, it does this this thing just stopped me in my tracks, caused me to chuckle. I'm like, yeah, totally right. Yeah. You know, it's I, easy I, to <laughs> it's easy to be a, you know, a bit of a disturber on yeah. Facebook and other yeah. places. So I saw something similar. There was a guy uptown Waterloo. Um I don't know much about this guy, so I don't want to I don't want to make, again, a judgment one way or the other. But he was basically protesting the idea that, you know, there's any physical distancing guidelines in place. And so he's walking around uh, Uptown Waterloo with a sign about something. He's I think he was trying to say that this is more or less fake and unnecessary. And what are we doing? And there's a picture of him. And the, the main irony is that the dude is wearing a face mask. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah. okay. So, yeah, on one hand, you're saying this is all fake. Yet you're still wearing a face mask. I think uh, when we talk about the idea of fallacy, like that <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. has it written all over it. It's a uh, thousand percent. It's, it's kind of funny. So anyways, well, hey, hopefully uh, that's, a, that's some fun uh, Monday morning topic yeah i mean yeah. uh had you not listened to that podcast who knows where this would have went i don't know we probably just would have been uh, doing radio voices for the, the entirety <laughs> of it so uh thank god that that didn't happen but anyways yeah excited for the week to come we put out a schedule for our church the, you know yeah. yesterday and uh, it's a good week today or today good, this week it's, it's, it's a good it's week a good, today this week this week today uh it's hard I to feel that, that way I love that uh, title for John Oliver's show, uh, Last Week Tonight. I think yes. it's just like one of the, the most brilliant show titles of all time. Yeah, Last I like week that tonight. too. It's like, oh, yeah, there it is. Anyways, well, hey, thank you all for listening today on this Monday. Uh, we're excited for this week ahead. We will see you every day this week here on the Forum Daily. And we'll see you in every other uh, room, forum, every other arena that we uh are occupying and operating in as a church this week so whether it's instagram live or sunday services wherever we will see you there have an awesome rest of your day thanks for listening to the forum daily don't forget to check out Slate Church on our website at slatechurch.com and be sure to follow us on social media, on Instagram and on Facebook as well for all the updates that you need to know.